0: When you hear people talk about really ambitious things that need to change in the world, do you ever say, oh, that's not realistic, that's never gonna happen? Well, I'm here to encourage you to stop doing that. Listen in, and I'll tell you why. Welcome to the Human Survival Podcast, where we aim for world cooperation on critical threats to humanity. This show is offered by the Human Survival Project, a grassroots movement for citizens around the world to push for transformation of the United Nations. Our global threats need global cooperation because no nation alone can manage them. Here we have honest conversations about overcoming climate change, destruction of nature, pandemics, nuclear weapons, advancing technology, and other catastrophic threats. But this is not all doom and gloom. We talk solutions here. We can solve this mess humanity is in, we just need to be smart and do the work. To survive, we must see ourselves first as citizens of the human race. To thrive, we must protect what is beautiful about humanity. This is urgent, so let's start. Hi friends, welcome to the Human Survival Podcast. I'm Shelby Murtis. thanks for joining me. Today I want to just share a brief idea with you Um, and you might consider sharing it with people you know who would benefit from a more positive way of looking at things and you might even physically share this episode with them and have them listen to it. I'm going to start with a Chinese proverb that I like. Uh, This quote is, those who say it cannot be done should not interrupt the people doing it think about that for a moment. So there is this thing I observe in conversations with people and out in the public conversation and public dialogue about what's happening in the world. And it's really common for people to sort of shut each other down when we're talking about big ideas. And You know, I encounter some of this in my work that I'm doing on the Human Survival Project, which in itself is just an enormously massive, kind of crazy idea, which is to build a grassroots movement around the world globally to push for a stronger United Nations so that it's capable of dealing with the existential threats that face humanity like climate change and destruction of nature and nuclear weapons and other weapons of mass destruction and more pandemics and mass migration and the whole thing. Basically all these global issues that need to be dealt with um, that really threaten the future of humanity. And these global issues are beyond what individual nations can accomplish because they're global. So. As I talk around with people about this idea, there's lots of people who say, oh yeah, we definitely need that. Go for it, Shelby, and are very supportive. But there's other people I talk to who are pretty um, skeptical that this is possible. And so I get pushback about it, and and I don't take it personally. It's not a problem, and I welcome people's... um, ideas or even negative feedback about what I'm doing. But I hear stuff like, um, that's too big, that's never gonna happen. Like, what, a huge global organization? Like, come on, that's massive, you can't get that done. Or things like, oh, the United Nations to really make it that strong? No, countries aren't gonna go for that because they want to hold on to their own influence, their own political power, and they're not going to give authority to some national organization like that. Um, You know, people just care about their own country, they don't really care about the world, and so they're just not going to go for it. Or there's people who say, like, these massive changes that we need to the economy in order to save nature and save the climate, that's not going to happen because there's huge corporations or there's super wealthy people. They're not going to go for it and they control things, so we can't get that done. Or they'll say, we can't get nations to function properly because they're dysfunctional and they're politically corrupt and politicians aren't that savvy and we're not going to get nations on board to go for this. So. You know, these are just some of the kinds of things I hear about Um, and and a whole list of more um, concerns that people have or or ways that people think that the big changes are not possible. And what I encourage people to think about is just the severe um, danger we're up against. So we're dealing with these problems that are enormous, that could actually make everything fall apart. We could have billions of people die, even in my lifetime and yours. We could have everything fall apart on us. We could have our economy collapse globally. We could have nations and governments fail to function anymore. We could have massive upheaval, we could have chaos, we could have the loss of most of the things in life that we care about. So this is all very possible, and I'm not saying this is a prediction, like that will happen, It's, but it is possible, enough to where we really need to take it seriously. And so we're in a time when we can't really afford that type of pessimism of people saying, um, oh, that's not gonna work. Because what happens is this is sort of a self-perpetuating cultural thing that happens when enough people do that. Um, They say that um, these big ideas won't work. And so then other people are afraid to really embrace them and talk about them publicly for fear of being seen as unrealistic. And people don't wanna be seen as crazy or a fanciful dreamer or whatever. They wanna feel like they're grounded and reasonable um, and grounded in reality. And so they sorta hold back. And then what happens is everyone's holding back when it comes to embracing the big changes that we need. And as everybody holds back, then It seems unrealistic for things to happen because nobody's talking about it. And nobody's talking about it because it's unrealistic. And so people see it as unrealistic because nobody's talking about it. It's this self-perpetuating cycle that we end up being stuck in our limitations. And we really can't afford to do that because the times are so dangerous. And if we, basically, the, the sort of limited ways of thinking that we've had so far are the reason we're in this crisis that we're entering. And so if the usual realistic options or those seen as realistic were going to work, they might have already. But the time of crisis we're entering shows us that our ways of thinking about politics and about the organization of our society has just not been working. Otherwise, we wouldn't be in this time of crisis. So really, it tells us that new types of thinking are absolutely necessary in order to solve these problems. And another dynamic that feeds into this is that for a lot of people um it's difficult to really see the future and appreciate severe problems that we have not faced yet so for instance on climate or the collapse of nature um it's hard to envision what that looks like because we haven't lived through it yet and so change is hard to happen hard to make happen when people just can't wrap their head around it so unfortunately humans seem more designed to react to crises when they happen and so we see smaller versions of this now where for instance climate change is getting more attention now than ever before Because we can now see the floods and the storms and the hurricanes and the wildfires and the droughts around the world, we see it happening now. So everybody's, oh shit, we got to deal with this. And now there's more of a public conversation than ever before. Or for instance, um, Russia invading Ukraine is now prompting conversation about nuclear weapons that is long overdue and desperately needs attention. Or COVID-19 happened and got people finally talking about pandemics. And while that's still um, sort of ignored maybe in the political consciousness as far as future pandemics and getting ready for them, at least public health experts have a platform now and they're somewhat getting listened to. And so as we see problems happen in the world, people start to react to them. And I believe we're entering a time of crisis where life is gonna get really tough for everybody because we have these enormous problems that have gone ignored for far too long. So I believe it's likely things are gonna get worse before we get a handle on these things. Not that I'm wishing for hardship to happen, but As that hardship does happen, that will be an opportunity to embrace ideas bigger than what people have been willing to embrace so far. So these changes we need internationally, or the big changes to our economy, or the big changes to our governments and how our politics function, these will enter the realm of political... uh, realistic you know options because people will see the hardship happening in the world and as problems get tougher they'll be willing to embrace bigger ideas than they have so far now I don't want to wait for that point to start talking about the ideas we need because at that point when the public wakes up and desires stronger action than they have before and demands that of their politicians, we want to have those policy ideas ready to roll. And some of these policy ideas will take some years to really formulate and flesh out, have um, all the policy wonks work out the details, and also for the public to learn about these ideas and understand them that takes some time and we want to get that work done before the crisis gets worse because once the crisis gets worse it's very hard to do the work in a thoughtful way about the policies we need and so here we are right now preparing for this time and i want the ideas about what's politically realistic to expand greatly and have some of these things considered seriously so that they're ready when we need them or as soon as we can get them done. And so um, I offer this to you if you are the kind of person who tends to shut others down and say, oh, that's not realistic, that's not possible. Politicians are never gonna go for that right now or citizens won't support that idea right now just realize that we're entering a time um, harder than any that humanity has gone through before and we're going to need big things to get done and so um, i hope that you'll be supportive and realize also that the kinds of changes we need to get done even if it's not politically realistic at this moment We need to get started and lay the groundwork for them to be passed in five years, 10 years, 20 years. We need to get working because we're only going to have one shot at avoiding serious crisis in the world. And um, we just need to get started and get those ideas happening. So I hope that we'll just encourage each other. And as we hear things by others that might seem a little crazy or outlandish or enormous, let's just give it a shot and at least be supportive. And that idea might not be the one idea that fixes everything, but it might be one piece of the solution. And so it's just really important to encourage each other and give each other space for the new big ideas to emerge because we really desperately need them. All right, well that's my idea to share with you today. I hope you enjoy it and I hope you tune in again next time. Thanks for joining me. Hey, wait, before you go, I need your help. It's small, but really important. Simply listening to this show is great, but doing things and taking action is way more powerful. This is not just a podcast. This show is the voice of a very ambitious grassroots organization. The Human Survival Project. We must transform the United Nations so it's strong enough to manage our global catastrophic threats. Making change happen on this ambitious scale is only possible when people participate and work together. So please, like and subscribe to this show, or leave a comment. You know how this works. With likes and subscribes and comments, you're telling the computer algorithms that you care about this show. So the algorithms will then recommend this show to other people. This is how we grow and reach a bigger audience. And this growth is really important for a global grassroots movement trying to improve how the world operates. We can't do this alone. We need you. Beyond liking and subscribing, here are three other ways you can help. One, share this show with a friend, person to person. A growing audience powers this cause. Two, come to our website, www.thehumansurvivalproject.org. Three, at the website, sign up for our email newsletter and keep up with our progress. I promise you'll like what you see and it'll help you talk to your friends about what must be done to protect humanity. Thanks to Moby for the show's theme music, and thanks to you for listening, for helping us grow, and for speaking about these important issues with everyone you know. Have an outstanding day. I'll talk to you soon.